0: Hmm. Recorded live. men were victims of war. They fought the longest war in American history. They all saw heavy combat in Vietnam. Although they were all decorated for heroism, none of them received a the hero's welcome. i
1: I can't believe he said that tonight on Talk Shoe Radio. I'm going in. about our veterans. But, you know, that was just a prelude. This is how we're going to start the show tonight. Check this out.
0: (laughs) (imushing) <im oh uh-huh. <im <im nosotros... UH all War means a Without reserve, we the And This is God, y'all. i Listen to me. go open go
1: Once again, this is your man, Mister. I can't believe he said that. Coming to you live on Point Radio here on Talk Show with tonight's segment of Believe That, and I'm 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 going to I'm going to war. I want to fight for the homeless vets that's out here. That's what I said. You know what I mean? The homeless vets that are out here, that have went to war and gave their lives. Not just their, they gave everything. They gave their mind, body, and soul to this country. And for what? For what? They went over there, they risked their lives, as as you heard in the song, the freedom that they say we got to fight for. But my question is whose freedom are we fighting for? We fighting to liberate other people in other countries when it's people that's here that are not even liberated. And those that have went out and fought in these wars, what do they come
2: home to? Nothing. Do you not know that Forty-five
1: percent of the homeless veterans, African-Americans,
2: black men, men of color, however you want to put it, however you want to twist it, do you not know that
1: a lot of them can't get medical attention? When they go to the VA, they get an initial visit. And a lot of them aren't seen for maybe three, six months,
2: depending on what the problem is. Now, I'm just drawing a parable here.
1: When you've been incarcerated, institutionalized, okay, they put you in a transition home before you're released in some cases called the halfway house how is it that when you come from fighting in a war or doing a tour you're not debriefed? you don't have a chance to adjust to the real
2: world they just say here go a lot of these men don't have places to go home to
1: when you're in the combat zone, you know, in the movies they tell you, oh, you can get mail, you can write letters. And when you're in the combat zone, the only thing you're really concerned about is staying alive. It's kind of like what we're living in today here. You just want to make it home. You want to survive. So when they make it
2: home, what are they getting? What do they What do they give them? A starter kit from a, a, a like a,
1: a release from the military starter kit. They give them a marker and a piece of cardboard because that's a lot of what I see. Three tour vets, Vietnam vets, out here with signs, homeless. Anything you can spare will help. Some of them out here will work for food. But they gave up a lot to serve for their country, and they come home to what? no though heroes welcome, when black men went out and they 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 it was um I forgot exactly where it was, but I know my big brother Mister On Point. I know him. He know exactly what I'm talking about. DJ Chill as well, and and a few of you listeners, if you're historians, right? And and you dig on our history, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. There was two black men that came home from fighting in World War II. When they pulled up in there and when they got dropped off by their bus, they were killed while still in their uniform. They were lynched. When brothers went and fought in Vietnam, when they came home, they were ridiculed. Those are the ones that came home, they were ridiculed, they were called baby killers. Right? When they went to the fight in the war, they was niggas. They was less than that in certain people's eyes when
2: they came back. Then they had a nerve to come back with diseases because we were spraying our own people.
1: If I'm lying, I'm flying. And I don't have no waves. How many times you heard Agent Orange? People that was in Vietnam came back and their cells was messed up. They didn't know what to call it then. But they was getting, some people got full benefits, some people just died. This is something that I want to talk about, about our veterans, because what are they doing for? What are we doing for? How you know I'm not I'm not a fan of any war. I'm not a fan of any military. But those that make that choice to go into the military, shouldn't they receive something? See, we don't think about you know the homeless and the spring and summer, the way we think about them in the winter when it's cold outside. Think about it the same way. You know what I mean? When they sitting up there, when you in your AC, or you just took a nice shower because you so sweaty, and you get out of the shower cooled off, sitting under your AC, it's 100 degrees outside, they
2: out there in that. Maybe not even with a cold bottle of water to drink.
1: Not with they don't have they don't get a chance to you know make pasta salad and and macaroni salad, potato salad, and stuff like that. Something cool to eat because they don't you know they would love a hot meal on a hot day because they're hungry. Now, of course, I do know some are out there by choice because they choose not to deal with society and what's going on because they've seen a lot of things that we haven't. But there are a lot of them out there that are not there by choice. So what I'm going to do is, for the people that are listening via internet, let you dial that number, 724-444-7444. Use the caller ID number, which is 143 346 Hit one pound if you just want to listen. Hit that star rate if you want to conversate. Let's
2: call yeah.
0: caller.
2: All right. Let's bring that caller on. Caller, welcome to On Point Radio. This is your host, Mr. On... I'm sorry, I was about to say I'm Mr. On Point. I'm Mr. I Can't
1: Believe He Said That. And...
3: Hey, what's up, brother? This is shy man. What's going on, my man?
1: What's the deal, shy? What's well, you up, I know, Shai, uh, you, you know I know you. I know you pop in early, Shaw. So I know you oh, got okay. the gist of what I'm talking
3: about. Oh yes, I'm, gl- I'm glad you're talking about the veterans, man. My my, my father, my brothers was in the uh, military. I wasn't in there because I, you know it's it all something on my heart. But I wanted to go. I wanted to serve. You know what I mean? All
1: right.
3: Big up, uh, big ups for the vets, man. You know, we got a, much respect for them. You know what I mean? I, I don't agree with what they do, but I understand where they got, they're coming from, man. And we should stand by them because they they, they're sacrificing for their life for us. But for what? Like you said, for what?
1: Yeah, you know what they saying? come home. You know, That's I'm right. serious, though, Sean. 45%, 45% right. of the homeless vets that are right. out there. And not, not just – I'm not talking about Philly, Delaware, Jersey – New York. I'm talking about forty five percent across the country, right? Are black men right. and black women,
0: right? People of color,
1: they're homeless. Right. After now, now you know. I'm. I know I'm gonna get some. Not maybe not. Maybe, but you know I'm gonna give you both sides of it. Now, yeah, right. They they make a pay while they're over there,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? But how many right. of them send some of that money home?
0: That's right. They don't keep that... it
1: all. They don't keep it all with them. They send it home to try and help take care of what they have at home.
0: Right. But then right when they right.
1: come home, what do they have?
3: That's right. They should come home They should come home with something if they can call it home because once they're over there, they're really getting trained to kill. That's all they know. That's all they know, brother. You know what I mean? You're getting trained to kill. Right. What you going to do, do after that? That's all you know. That's it. And then when they when they come out here, some of them don't have tests, and they become law enforcement. W- what else do they know? Kill. They kill. So they're doing what they're supposed to do. You know that's what I mean? That's they why. Were got, for. That's, yeah, that's why I got much respect for them because I have respect for everybody. Because you don't know what they went through. You don't know what they're going through, or what, you don't know what they've been through.
1: Right. And now, I'm
3: talking to some vets. I've yes. talked to some vets, right?
1: Right. You know, I'm just not, I'm not just going, you know, blind into this. I've, I've sat down, i talked to a couple of veterans. This has been on my mind for quite a while. Right. Okay. So, in talking to these vets, right, if they don't have a specific ailment right. or disability, Right, right. A lot of them suffer from PTSD.
0: Yes.
1: Okay. Yeah. Now, for the people out there that may not know what that means, it's post-traumatic stress syndrome. Post-traumatic stress syndrome, right, or disorder, however you want to say. It. Yes. Okay? Now, there, there are now back in the day, right? They they didn't call it PTSD, right? They used to right. call him shell shock. Well, he's right. shell shock. Right. You know what I mean? You know, they hear a firecracker go off.
4: They right. can't handle
1: it. Helicopters flying too low. They can't handle it. All depending right. on where they were and what they were doing. Right? right. You know, a lot of a lot of young black men in the 60s went to Vietnam. They were 17, 18. They were just out of high school, out of high school, from playing with their friends, right? And a lot of them had little brothers, little sisters, and they sent them to war where they killed children. Right? They were no older than they probably their little brother and little sister.
0: Yes.
2: Yeah, you think so? Brett,
3: you you think it's a you think it's war over there? I mean, you think about it. They come back home. They should have a test for them before they come out. You know, like you come out, they should have a test. How they responded? How did they feel? Like it. You know, they get they giving their life for their for their country. I don't know what they're fighting for. But like you said, they're giving accounts. The it's much respect for them. You know what I mean? I got much respect for them.
1: Oh yeah, you know I man? respect them. I don't agree.
3: I don't agree. I don't agree neither.
1: No. I don't agree with what they're doing, you know, the purpose of them going.
3: Right, right.
1: But for all of those that do make it and come back, I yes, have yes. nothing but even the ones that don't make it back. I still have respect for them because it's not it, them. Right. It's not them per se. They're doing right. what they were trained to do.
3: That's right.
5: Right.
1: Now. Right we get criticized
5: right. Right.
1: About a lot of things. Right. You know, mm-hmm. it was it, like the biggest criticism to me was when Muhammad Ali. First, he wasn't qualified to join right. the military, but then once he changed his name and said that he was part of the nation of Islam, the black, the black Muslim movement, all right. of a sudden he was qualified right. to go fight. Right. Right. In the war. And right. he didn't get he didn't get retested. Nope. You know what I mean? Yes. And, he, and and he, one of my problems is the same thing that he had. Right. How is it that, you know, you want me to go fight for this country? And I have no rights here.
2: Right.
3: You not even fight for for not even fighting for, fight, fight for us. You know right. what I mean? Like,
1: I'm, even... I'm nothing to you. I can't nope. I can't go in certain places, but you right. want me to fight for this country and I'm I'm so low, I'm this, I'm that, I'm this, I'm that. But isn't right. it funny? How many how many of them is running the Canada? That's right. Dodge in the draft. Yes. and doing all kinds of nonsense because they were scared. They didn't want to go. Right.
0: But I mean, they forced I mean, can, us to go. Yeah, can, can,
3: can you blame them? I mean, it should be your choice if you want to or you don't. If you don't want to do it, look, look let me tell you something. I'm not no fool. I'm not uh, uh, I'm not not myself because you really, it's two sides of, of both stories. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You over there and you're killing innocent people, too.
1: Yeah. You know what In I mean? In my opinion. In my opinion.
3: Right. I mean, you got you to gotta hold back if uh, if if it's a kid carrying a bomb, you got to make make a decision if you're going to shoot him or not. That's a hard decision. I could, you know, I don't know if I can do it. Sorry, I can't do it. Couldn't do but, it. Because I'm going to hesitate but, on that. You
1: know what but, I mean? But, but mother, they train, they train yeah. to know.
3: If you hesitate, right. cause, cause you think about that word infantry, that means it don't it don't care who it is, infant whatever It's going down. That's
1: right, that's right. And you and, know what they say about who the he who hesitates will.
3: Yeah, cause me and my buddy we, we was gonna go in the system, but like I said, they saw something in my heart. Maybe it wasn't my way, but when they hand me a testimony about. The Lord, I said, wait a minute. If I got to kill for somebody else for not my rights, I don't agree with that. You know what I mean? Because I'm a puppet now.
2: There you go.
1: That's just an nope. opinion that I have. That <laughs> yeah, I, I,
3: I share. Th- I share your view in it.
1: That, yeah, that's yeah. an opinion that I have. And yeah. see, I have to say it that way because I don't want. You know, I'm I'm trying not to offend anybody, but. Right, it is what
6: it is. Right. What right, it right. Is.
1: You right. Know what I mean, I respect those that go. You know, that have went for it. Yes. You know what I mean? And and made it home. Right. Those that didn't make it home, I still have respect for them because yes, they I, died I, I, in the line of fire.
3: Yes, I you have a mean? respect. Yeah, I, I have a lot of respect for them, or a lot of respect and love for them. But if if that's what you do, that's what you do, and that's what no. you're good at. But it yeah. wasn't for, it wasn't for me because right. I don't want to I don't want to take a life and that's gonna come back to you I don't want to well, do that you know what I mean yeah. I don't want to do it not not like right.
0: that so
1: you think about it those that right. come hey. home right right could that could that be I mean I, I hope it's not but those you don't we don't know what the uh, all the vets that are homeless have done
5: right right have could done, they yeah. been
1: could they could they have been that that killer over there right. and this is this is their payment. You know, right. we don't know that. You know, but my thing is when you are released, when you when they give you your paper saying that you're done, your time right. has been served in the military. I feel as though they should give you a medical card. Yes. They should give you a check. Right? They should give you keys to transitional housing. Okay?
0: To where yeah.
1: If, it's, if you want to call it a project, call it a housing development, but it's nothing right. but veterans that live there. Right? That's right. And you are to see a psychiatrist. That's right. To help you deal with some of the things that you've seen and done there so you can right. make the transition into what they consider the real world again.
3: Right. Yeah, because I, I, I think a lot of them that's, a, that, that, that's our cops, they're cops. Their police officers, they come right out from the force to join the service. They, they need time to think about that right now. I know, you know, you know, you got to settle down a little bit. You, you're a trained killer. Yeah. But a
1: you know lot I mean? of people, a lot of the ones that came home from, like, World War II and Vietnam, right? Yes. Before Before, you know, they had all of these, you know, they got a diagnosis for everything now, right? Right. And before they were given tests, these guys were coming home and they were rapidly going to prison at yes. an alarming rate. Because what was it for them? There was no work. Right. They're used to earning a, a certain income and providing for the family. Now they come home to nothing. Right. Right. It takes uh, them it takes them years. Right. Years. Before they receive, uh, you know, benefits. They got to fight. They right. got to fight just like they fought the war just to get compensation from this country right. for who they
3: fought for. Right. I remember one time I was outside and I was talking to these kids. They was messing with this guy. He was an old head. He was a a, a Vietnam. You know what I mean? Messing with him. I said, man, you gotta give, got got respect, man, because he he served. His country, you know what I mean? And I said, "Hey, you don't know you you messing with a time bomb. He could be a and he could be killer in a minute. Don't leave him alone.
1: What if he? What if he would have snapped?
3: Right. So I told him. I what said, if, look. what if he had that flashback? That's right.
1: Thinking he was over there, so right. Like you know how you uh, Well, I I, I would just I would say." That you're you a grown man, Shy. I mean right, when I right. say grown man, you know what I mean. Like, right. So now you remember it was a time when we used to um pig Latin was a thing, right? Remember how they used to talk pig Latin? Right. right. So what if they would have what if their slang would have sounded foreign right. to that man? And he would have reverted back into combat mode. Right. Right, so now that man, he might not have had a gun, but he's trained with his hands.
3: That's right. And he would have jumped up
1: and 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 would have just started snapping necks.
3: That's
1: right. This is the thing that this country doesn't, to me, it doesn't honor our vets and giving them giving them the guidance that they need. Okay, as far as making that transition, and like when I I spoke earlier. About Muhammad Ali and how he felt towards the war, I'm gonna just play. I'm gonna play that insert that right. I got right. right here of what Muhammad Ali said. Hold your, hold, you know, mute your phone, and I'm gonna get back to you real quick.
3: Oh, oh, okay, gotcha.
1: My cousins won't let me go shoot my brother. uh some darker people? uh some 400 people in the ours? Some big people in America? And shoot them for what? They never called me men. They never reached me. They never put no dogs in me. They never robbed me of my nationality. I'm late to kill my mother and father. I'm going to shoot them for what? How am I going to shoot them? We're going to black people, little babies bailing them church. Wonder, how am I shooting poor people? I'm just taking me to jail. See, Ali more than held his own against students who had a far better formal education than he.
0: I'm glad mm-hmm. you're talking about me, about the rap, and all you white boys are waiting on message. You're going to put someone in Canada and London. I'm not going to help nobody. If my Negroes don't help, if I'm going to die, I'll die now, right here fighting you. I want to die. You're my enemy. My enemy is a white people, not to be a child. You're my opponent when I want freedom. You're my opponent when I want justice. You're my opponent when I want equality. You won't even stand up for me and another for my religious beliefs, and you want
2: me to go somewhere and fight, but you won't even stand up for me and their own. Wow. How about that? How about that?
1: Couldn't have said it no better. But the basis of my show tonight is I want to see some justice done for the veterans out here. Now, once again, people, if you're listening via Internet, dial that number 724-444-7444. Use the caller ID number, which is 143-346-pound. Hit one pound. If you just want to listen. But you hit that star rate if you want to relate. You know what I mean? I, 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 I did ask uh, a friend of mine to call. Right? She said she she don't know if she was going to be able to call. She's actually a nurse at the VA hospital. You know. Hopefully she'll get a chance to tune in. But I wish I had like a nurse on there that may have seen their within trauma or something like that, that seen some of these people that come in there, you know, the, the the reports of the the night sweats, the, the the dreams that they have, reliving what they've been through, and for them not to be able to get help, and they just living in the street, you know, they are thankful if you come see them and give them new socks or uh, underwear. You know what I mean? And if you if you don't believe what I'm saying, if you ever have time, right? You know, I'm making a mission. You know, starting uh, June 1st, uh, I'm gonna be going out at night when when I don't have to work. Where I'm gonna be going to underneath the highways, you know, from you know, from Jersey. I'm I'm gonna try and hit the tri-state: Jersey, Delaware, and and Pennsylvania. And I'm gonna be giving out sandwiches and bottles of water to individuals out there. Because see remember, I said this: we think about them more so when it's cold outside. We don't think about them when it's warm outside. They need food and clean clothes and underwear and socks, a new blanket and I'm not saying this on air i don't i'm you know I'm not doing this for any notoriety. It's just something I feel that needs to be done. you know. If I can make sandwiches and bottles of water and give it out and give them new blankets, that's what I think they need. You know, to help out. They didn't have to fight for our country. They didn't have to come home and be treated this way. You know, to be homeless. You know, but I'm opposed to war, right? And to me, this is a subject my man DJ Chill can dive into because if you're not paying attention, you're trying to send us the war again. Hey, DJ Chill, what's your take on night show?
4: Yeah, well, um, with this topic, man, I don't even know what to say about, you know, my father was that. You know, he passed away a long time ago, back in 82 than a mom in 84, mm-hmm. but um, it was real calm and laid back. I forgot what it was, really the tennis, I don't know. But when you look at some of the brothers, and some of them that you mostly might see is the ones in the street. That's probably the ones you're going to catch. The ones that actually probably did something really good,
2: they were probably all right. So what I'm thinking is that, um, no, the thing just went off for me, but I'm thinking is,
4: I'm thinking is certain people who actually, um, been through war, war that makes you say, wow, that really happened. And then you wonder why, and they go through all that and they want to do something with themselves, and they can't because of the fact that life ain't ready for them. Just like some people who get incarcerated, and then they come outside, and they're so used to living, this one way that they know how to live. Now they got to live a whole different routine where everything is not telling you what to do, but you're allowed to do what you want to do. So these individuals the out here that just came through war, like real war, not the ones that have been laid back chilling behind the desk or even doing something that's <laughs> underscores. But certain people might experience that situation, and they might relive it. And they talking about live real dreams where people might just get up and start to stab you. And this woman got to fall in love with this man because of the fact that she had kids by him, and he ain't do nothing wrong but go fight because he knew that he wanted her. By the time he came back, he told a different story. But people ain't realizing that certain things hurt, especially when you fight hard, and the next thing you know, you come back home, thinking you're going to get a cheerful giver, and everybody like, hi, hi, welcome back. Hey, you want a drink? There ain't no big old parade. Hey, there goes Johnny. (laughs) Maybe not for us, but this is what's been going on around the world. And now I hate to say it, but certain people are just treated like a piece of meat. Oh, here's your flag, here's some money. (laughs) Salute. Really? That's my life. A salute money in the flag? Okay. So how many of my people in my life got to go out like that before certain other people were not allowed to go out like that? So there's a big disclosure right there. They only want to be open. Because if it's allowed, then everybody got best kept secrets. And they all outside so everybody can read them. They ain't going to like that not one
2: bit. It's life nice.
4: is a journey. Everybody get a turn. So, people got to figure it out. The vets until it be everybody that's upstairs in the up up upper stairs of the upstairs <laughs> with big big money at and they kids gotta be out there then you might see
2: a change so then, the show all right so it was DJ Chill oh let's you all right let's let's get that caller on. Welcome to On Point Radio.
1: This is your host, Mr. I Can't Believe You Said That. Who do we have the pleasure of speaking with tonight?
6: Hello, Mr. I Can't Believe You Said That. This is Miss Tia's Queen from the Poetry Palace. Yeah, on point. How you doing?
1: All right. All right. Miss TS Queen is in the building.
0: I'm have talking you, with you... topics,
6: cause I'm trying to regain office because I'm trying to regain my voice, but... I've been listening to your show while I'm here at work. I'm going to also put some links on your um, event page uh, for veteran help that Mr. On Point made for you. But I do want to say a few things about it. Um, You know, I do work with the vets at the VA hospital, and half half of them make up the suicidal rate and, you know, have substance abuse issues. I think it's most tragic for them, the ones who have served, to come back and realize that it was, you know, um, maybe not in their own personal best interest. Most of them who I've spoken with over the years I have one-on-ones with, half of them on my event page. I was listening to see if some of them would chime in, but uh, you know, you really can't tell a soldier too much, but they know that they went out, out out there, you know, and follow the assignments, either to get themselves a better education or to take care of their family, you know, with the incentives. But it does come with consequences, like I said. And um, what you was mentioning, the the one way we can help them is to go to the, the hospitals and shelters and see what you can do. You know, if you know anybody, just check up on them and see how they're doing. Sometimes they just need Somebody to talk to. Half of their families have been through a lot because they had to deal with them being away from so long. And then when they come back, they're a whole nother person. And you have to worry about are you, are you and your kids safe around them? You know, like Chill was saying. So it is a it is a big problem, you know, no matter what color or nationality you are, um, they're still going through it and they're still not getting the help they need. Most of them do have to go to. Are ordered rather to go through counseling and be put on medication. Some of them want to try to deal with it on their own and it's hard to change those skills that you have in the service into everyday civilian life. You know, they come out of there after 15 or 20 years of doing something, we don't have that equipment in everyday life so they settle for working at um, Home Depot or, or trying to be a mailman or they go into the Security or the police academy. So, and those are the ones who are have tried, you know, over and over again. Who finally just took what they could get because they couldn't transfer all those skills over. So it is hopeful, you know. It's not, um, you know, the government after what they get you used to living off on, then you get less than half of that once you do get out. So that's another problem. But, <clears throat> you know, as far as them, um, you know, seeing things and hearing things, I just would encourage them to talk to somebody about it. Um, even though most will not talk to nobody who have not been in the war because they have a brotherly code about it. Um, and it took them a few months to even open up to me about things. But that's the best thing to do. If you don't want to get on medication or see a therapist, is to just find somebody in your circle who you can talk to when you're having a hard time, you know, because it does affect them uh, long-term. It's a yeah. post-traumatic stress, you know.
2: Right.
1: And, and, you know, like, the thing is, like, I've talked to some vets, and they've, you know, some that try to seek help. It takes them so long to be seen in a hospital, you know, at, the, at some VA. Not saying every VA is that way, but, you know, when they go to the uh, veterans' hospital, some of them can't get an appointment for five months, six months, depending on the vet. You know, they get an initial visit, but it takes them a while to get in there. And then when they don't have the proper... Paperwork, they don't have every, all the ducks are not in order. Their paperwork isn't right. Um, they don't have a stable address. A lot of all things right. get, you know, get mixed up and it, and it's hurtful to them because they can't get, they need help. They ask for help. And then when they got to go through and jump through this hoop and that hoop and that hoop, they get disenchanted because they're like, well, wait a minute. I didn't have to do that when I was fighting for the country. But now that I'm home, I got to do all this. And the hell with that. I'm I'm just gonna go about my business. And we gotta encourage them to fight the same fight when they're home, and not give up. You know what I mean? They can get. They can. If, if some of them do choose to be homeless, right? But I'm I'm sorry. Maybe because I've never been through that. And extreme those extremes, I can't. I, it's hard for me to wrap my head around it, you know. But I give you a little. Well, story. Go go ahead. Yeah, go
6: ahead. yeah. Some of them do prefer to be off the grid, but being a homeless is what I've seen comes from them trying to self medicate themselves from the pain that they're going through, and then sometimes it make you lose your mind where you can't be sufficient every day and remember to do the simple things like groom yourself and pay your bills and all this and that so it's just it's almost the same as somebody who's been incarcerated for some decades you get out and you're trying to find your way you know and there should be more programs and they should get more help than what they're getting and us telling them that we wouldn't do it and the country and shit, that that ain't helping them, because they already know. <laughs> they already okay. know. When they went over there, they was just following orders, you know, and doing their job, but you still have to come back and deal with your conscience and things about it. So, you know, that's what I want to say on it. Well, you know,
1: uh, always, uh, I love when you call in. Uh, please, before you do leave me, can you tell the people what you got in store, you know, what you got coming down the pipeline for on Saturday night?
6: Yeah, Saturday night, y'all call in the same number, 724-444-7444. <clears throat> and my ID number is 144814. And I do my spoken word. and Other on artists from around the world call in and do their poetry, their conscious a gospel rap, um, musicians. Anybody with black business or some good news going on, you know, I encourage y'all to do that. And it's just a good time of poetry, um, you know, therapeutic time to get your thoughts out and hear some soulful music and hear some good news. So that's Saturday at 9 p.m. Eastern here on Point.
1: Well, thank you, and I'll be tuning in. Hopefully everybody else will tune in because we already know you know, don't get me wrong. We, we you know, everybody do their thing in here, but the number one show is Miss Tia's Queen's poetry palace on every Saturday night. Am I correct?
6: Yes, yes, and I thank all the listeners and participants.
1: Right, I'm telling you. If you don't know, I mean, you need to, you know, you need to follow. You need to follow Miss Tia's Queen. Her poetry is phenomenal. that's the only way that's the only way I I can put it because I'm, I'm happy that I'm part of the team that she's on because, you know, I'm just waiting for the book to come out, you know, her poetry book. And this, I'm telling you, you I'm thinking it's going to be New York's number one seller. (laughs)
6: Appreciate it.
1: You know what I mean? But one of the things, you know, is just to me, to me, it's heartbreaking to To see our people any people out here that I'm sorry you know I make it more about because you know about us because that's what I know us but forty five percent of the homeless veterans in this country are black that's a big 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 number 45 percent Throughout the country that's a lot of people that are homeless now whether they choose to be or through circumstances that's not the issue we need to reach out to them and respect them you know what I mean For, I'm, I'm sorry I, I feel as though you know we all we all have health insurance we all can do certain things with shit in my opinion we all want hospital bill away of being homeless because they want their money and they coming for any and everything that you have. So don't wait for that to hit home, you know, or even if you have a family member that, you know, may be, in a, be estranged, that's homeless, you know what I mean? If they don't, if you can't bring them inside, go check on them. See if they could use a helping hand. You know, it's a lot of us out here that need a helping hand and we work every day. So imagine those that have less than that. So at this time I'm gonna bring Mr. On Point on because I wanna see what he gotta say about tonight's subject.
2: You on point? Yeah.
5: Peace, peace. Peace, Father. What's good,
1: what's good what's man? Good? What's, your, what's your take on tonight's subject? I
5: ain't nothing, man. Um, I mean, I did, like, 12 years in the Army. You know what I'm saying? And I did, like, six years in the Marines. And I did, like, two years in the Navy and, uh, you know, six months in the Coast Guard. You know, I did like three trips to Afghanistan, and you know what I'm saying. Like, I've like, no, let me stop, man. Like, um, it's a serious topic and, and, and situation. However, I did um, enlist in the in the United States Army. Um, however, I don't think it was meant for me. The creator didn't see that in my cards because I ended up shot as a civilian, and they gave me the honorable discharge. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not with war either. Like, one of the reasons why the Olympics exist is because people, countries were trying to figure out a way to stop going to war, you know, to see who was the the best country, this, that, and the third. So they started to have these games. And it was a more peaceful way of competing and for the most part, fighting. Instead of guns, you know, two countries had two boxer representatives or two fencing uh, representatives. And that's pretty much how they began to calm the storm of wars. However, war been going on since the beginning of time it'll probably, most likely, more than likely, never end and always continue to, you know, be fought. Um, The problem I have with it is the casualties, man, Um, but it's like being a police officer or a firefighter. It comes with the job, you know what I'm saying? It comes with the territory, and that being said, you have to, Know what you're signing up for, but on the flip side of that, the unjustly way that they're done when they come back from these tour duties um, is is not right either. You know understand? Um, they don't get the proper. Well, let me say this: there are programs out here for them, but as I think it was Ms. C. S. Queen said it, they have to want to go get them. Some of them don't want it. They don't want the treatment. Some of them know more than what we know about the treatment. You know what I mean? Um, I have relatives where my uncle and all of his sons were in the military. It was a family thing. And I think people only go in the military, not to really fight for this country. Caucasian people might, but, I don't think black folk really go to fight for this country. I think black folk go because they either need money. For instance, a a man who's responsible and just had a baby might want to make sure his family's taken care of. So that's one way. A lot of times they go for the education because you get the free education while you're in there. I mean, um, it has good benefits and perks, traveling. You know, some people just want to travel and get away from, you know, where they are. So it's different strokes for different folks on why they enlist and why they go. But I really don't believe a lot of black people go to serve this country. I think that's just the part that they have to, that's the give and take of it, you know. um, I'm going to take your money, but in in return, I'm going to give you my service. You know what I mean? And um, due to that in itself, when they come back with the post traumatic syndrome or um like I had an uncle who I was I heard the stories that he was sitting in the middle of his floor with his helmet on and the music played real loud and his shotgun in his hand. I mean because he had lost it. He was older but he, he had lost it. And I think it was the Vietnam War he was in. Um but Stuff like that, when it occurs, man, the stuff that you see over there in these other countries and that you have to endure and you have to go through, it is hard. And then you have to bring that back with you. And like Mister Queen said, you know, um, you have to, it's like going to jail and coming, you know, getting out. You have to now, you know, adapt to society and how it is now. Because if you done did four years of service and you over in England, when you come back to America, a lot of things done changed in four years, like the president. So a whole lot of things could change. You know what I mean? So it does take some accustomed to getting getting used to uh, or getting accustomed to. But um, I do think that they should. I, I was having a conversation with somebody earlier, and, they were asking me about the Sixers game, and I just was like, yo, I could care less. And they were like, what do you mean? I was like, I'm done with sports. Well, why are you done with sports? Because I and I said, I don't think that athletes and actors and all of these entertainers should be getting paid more than teachers or soldiers. You know what I'm saying? Period. Like, they're putting their life on the line. I mean, even throw police officers and firefighters up in there. They put their life on the line every day. I don't care about throwing a ball or shooting a ball. That's not, okay, I can get some laughter out of that. I don't know what you get out of that, honestly, but it's not worth the money that they're getting. When you got soldiers out here being killed and, and out there killing, in the name of a country for you to be able to shoot a ball or throw a ball, and you make more than them, I think it's asinine. I don't think soldiers are respected at all, especially in this country. You know what I mean? I think they're just put on the front lines to be puppets for the commander-in-chief who's a puppet for Congress, who's a puppet for the banks that run this country, the seven banks that run this world, actually. So it just trickles down from the top. down, man, soldiers are just the puppets that's on the front line for everything else. And then they're brainwashed and the believing that is for the good of the country, but the country mean them no good when they return. The issue for me, bro.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, and and I tell you now before you go, right? Can you tell the people how to follow us and tell them what you have coming down the pipeline for the people?
5: Well. People out there in radio land, if you want to be part of this On Point movement, know that On Point is an attitude, a mindset, and a movement. Reach out to us on Facebook, On Point Enterprises. Again, Facebook is On Point, one word: O N P O I N T. Enterprises, E N T E R P R I Z I Z. If you're on Instagram, follow us at Team underscore On Point two one five. Again, our Instagram is Team T E A M underscore On Point two one five. If you're on Twitter. Follow us at Team On Point. Again, our Twitter is at Team On Point. You can also go to our website, onpoint215.weebly.com. Look us up and see the different things that On Point is into. Um, you can email us any of your comments, suggestions, concerns, or topics you want to hear us discuss. Shoot us an email at 1.215 at gmail.com. Again, our email is onpoint215 at gmail.com. You can also give us a call or a text directly with any your comments, suggestions, concerns, or topics you want to hear us discuss. Give us a call or a text directly at 267-417-OMPT. That's On Point, 267-417-6678. And June 30th is going down. On Point Entertainment presents, now that's funny, comedy show or dance party. Emphasis on dance party. There will be a dance contest. There will be a best dress contest is just going down at night. So make sure you end the place. Tickets only fifteen dollars the whole month of May. After that, tickets go to regular price in June. June thirtieth, nine PM to two A. M. Billy's Platinum Grill, seventy seven nineteen, uh, Crittenden Street up in the Chestnut Hill section of Germantown. So we're at the show in March, you know how we get down. It's gonna be even crazier in June. So back to you. oh and you can catch me on Monday nights. Mr. Controversy, Monday nights, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. name of my show is Straight Talk. Dial the same number, 724-444-7444. Dial my call ID, one four three one three three pam And I'm going to give you that Straight Talk. Back to you, bro.
1: All right, bro. Now, you know, it wouldn't be right unless I gave you some numbers, right? Now, here we go, the US Department of Veteran Affairs, which is the VA, states that the nation's homeless veterans are predominantly male, right, with roughly 9% being female. The majority are single, live in urban areas, and suffer from mental illness, alcohol, or substance abuse, or co-occurring disorders about 11% of the adult homeless population are veterans. Now, roughly 45% of all homeless veterans are African-American or Hispanic, despite only accounting for 10.4% and 3.4% of the U.S. veteran population, respectively. Homeless veterans are younger on average than the total veteran population. Approximately 9% are between the ages of 18 and 30 and 41% are between the ages of 31 and 50. Okay. Americans, homeless veterans have served in world war two, the Korean war, cold war, Vietnam war, Grenada. Panama, Lebanon, Persian Gulf War, Afghanistan, and Iraq. The military's anti-drug cultivation efforts in South America. Nearly half of the homeless veterans served during the Vietnam era. Two-thirds served our country for at least three years and one-third stationed in a war zone. Right? It says about 1.4 1.4 million other veterans, meanwhile, are considered at risk of homelessness due to poverty, lack of support networks, and dismal living conditions in overcrowded or substandard housing. You no, know, that's something for
2: us to
1: really take heed to, okay? Can I? No.
5: Can I, um... A little bit of controversy in there, real quick, though, brother. Oh,
1: the, um, the, isn't that who you are?
5: It, it, exactly. would will be me if I did, right? No, but it's something else that people got to think about too. When it is not only we can't put everything on the government. A lot of that has to do with the individual too. You know what I'm saying? Um, let's say, for instance, drugs. A lot of them veterans do drugs while they're in the military, especially in those countries where they can get it cheaper or even free. Because partying, let's, let's talk about the military, because I know a lot of folk who's been in there, and it's almost like college. They talk about, or I'm going to tell you, I've heard more stories about, excuse me, Traveling and parties, how the military parties are, then I've heard of wars, because it's not always a war going on. And then when it is, not everyone goes. You know what I'm saying? But there are a lot of parties going on over there. You know where that whole, me love you long time. You know where that comes from. You know why that's said. A lot of that goes on. You know what I'm saying? So, Again, we can't just blame everything on the government because some of these things have to fall on individuals too. So if they come over here and they strung out on drugs, either it could have have been not to say that, you know, they didn't get strung out here, but just saying that, you know, extracurricular activity goes on abroad too. You know what I mean? So when you come here, you can already have a problem. Now, granted, there still should be help there for you. You know what I mean? And you still have to accept the help. But we got to, again, I'm one of the people where people got to take accountability and responsibility for themselves, too. We can't always point the finger and not point the thumb. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, yeah, I believe that a lot of the, a lot of it also comes from financial management. People don't know how to budget. Yeah, you send your family some money home, you know what I mean, to make sure they're okay, but you still have to put some money aside for a rainy day or save. Like, it it all has to do, again, it has to do with maturity. It has to do with um, personal and individual character. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot that ties into this that is not just, you know, um, the government neglecting them. Because, yeah, they do. I'm not disagreeing. The government don't care. Nothing about you once you come back. They don't care. You serve this? Fine. Good. Good and dead. Oh, you need help? All right, we'll go ahead over there and get whatever you can afford. You know what I mean? Or whatever we got to offer you. So, yeah, that does exist. But, again, I'm just saying we got to think about the flip side of the coin, too, where, you know, it is a choice for a lot of people, too. That's it. Yeah,
1: yeah that's, that's, you know, and that's true. But could it be could it be said that a lot of people – that are on drugs, on, uh, abusing out, you know, abuse of substance abuse and that are on, you know, drinking a lot, alcohol abuse and things like that. Could that be a coping mechanism because of some of the things Now, I do, I, I do, I understand where you're coming from because there are a lot, there are a lot of good stories that I've heard from some veterans that, you know, they squandered money and they partied, they toured the world and you know, they didn't save for that rainy day. And I will attest to that, but it's a lot of veterans that drink a lot, may be hooked on drugs because of what they've seen and some of the things that they've done. Okay. That's, that's how they cope. You know, they, some of them work for lack of a better term, killing machines. That's all they know how to do. You know, I got a guy in my neighborhood. He walks around here, you know, he, he's bopping. He's wearing headphones. Doesn't have a radio connected to it. He's bopping to the music in his head. Vietnam vet. Right. And I happen to say, I, you know, I, I don't. I don't know what really, you know, made me say this to him, but I said, "Yeah, be careful out there, soldier." He went from bopping and listening to the music, all right, And he straightened up, and he got in. A, he got in a soldier's stance, and he said, "It's not a matter of being safe or being good out there. It's a matter. Of, it's a matter of knowing." when to kill and who to kill. And then he went right back into bopping his music. The song that's playing in his heat, whatever it was. You know what I mean? It's it's super hard. There's, it's like Miss Tia's Queen said. Miss Tia's Queen said, you know, if you've been, like if you were incarcerated for decades, that's equivalent to serving in a war to an extent because that's even if you were there for a year, two years, that might seem like two decades. And from what we've seen, as far as what we're going to war for, right, it's about what the higher, the, the higher anarchy describe as their god. And their God is gold, oil, or drugs. That's what we're fighting for. And to throw a kid that just got finished playing with his friends one day might have been, you know, a, you know, athlete, a good kid in the neighborhood, to throw him in there and to make him a killing machine. And then when he comes home, he has nothing left nothing to fall back on, no family to look after, no family to come home to, or his escape from that world of hearing those sounds is to sleep underneath a bridge just so he could just hear cars. We don't want to hear, you know, the potential shootout in the neighborhood. The occasional firecrackers going off when it's warm, or snaps, or kids playing. You'd rather hear that. It's got to be some type of alternative. You know? And with that being said, uh, when DJ Chill was on, he did not speak upon his show and how the people can follow him. I would like for him to come back on so he can give the listeners. Um, uh, his show information and give us possibly if he's ready what he has coming down the pipeline because tomorrow night it's Throwbacks, am I correct?
4: Yeah, tomorrow night Stirl brands What's up, people? Um, this is one of the Lava's brothers in the city, better known as Chill. <laughs> yeah, y'all probably like yo, who the heck is that? Yo, yeah, you already know. So anyway. Back like to reality. This is what's going to happen tomorrow night. And the topic is going to be, you know, a problem. <laughs> I don't think a lot of people are going to get it. But if it's good enough for me, good enough for you. Look, all you got to do is dial this number 143341 pound. That's the um, girl's call ID number. The topic that I'm going to do tomorrow, you know, I said, why not do something crazy? So I thought about it. Why not have a double top?
0: Remember I was
4: trying to At one time, a double
0: topic.
4: That's okay. What are we gonna do is celebrate DJ Philly Joy's one year anniversary? For one. Beautiful situation right there. So I want everybody to call in. This is our first year being on the radio.
2: The other thing is the topic called many thoughts and limited
1: solutions. See, people,
4: we all know we got something to say and a lot of things to say about it. But how many solutions are out there? Or how many times have you even tried to get a solution?
2: We're
4: going to go in. So I want y'all to dial that number because if I tell y'all even more what I had to say,
1: I might be a little bit longer. <clears throat> Where you at, Kat? Yes, sir. But I just want the basis of tonight. I want us to
2: really look at, you know, you know they say you can never judge a book by its cover. Now,
1: of course, we know there are individuals out here that use the veteran angle to obtain, you know, money from us while we ride and driving by or whatever the case may be, right? Let's not be so quick to judge. Well, they probably own drugs, and that's you know that could be the case,
2: right? So if you don't want to give them money. If you have a bottle of water, I actually ride around with a case of water in my vehicle
1: that, you know, just, just just in case. Give them a bottle of water. See if they're receptive to that. See if they acknowledge the fact that you give it to them, right? If you happen to have time and you're walking, right, now, of course, some of us, you know, we're going to say, oh, you know, they don't bathe, they don't do this, but we've endured worse. Take the time to just talk up the conversation a little See what they have to say. See if you, and more than likely, you never know. You may be able to learn something from them because more than likely, most of them are smart. They just had a bad break. And some of them haven't even had psychotic breaks. So always be mindful of your surroundings. You watch them. up the conversation and just see what they're willing to talk about. Give yourself some insight in what they've been through.
2: And when you finish talking to them and you get their life story. What are your options that you have? When you think you have it all so bad,
1: I guarantee you there's somebody out here that has the worst to you. You know, before I go ahead and fly the friendly skies, as DJ Chill says, I'm going to just go around and get last comments from a couple people, and I'm going to go ahead and take it on home. Uh, Ms. T's Queen, are you able to speak? Are you still in the building?
6: Yeah, I'm still here listening in, and I just want to say it was a good show. I heard a lot of good points. Um, definitely a relevant issue that need to be we need to be more aware of, and I enjoyed listening in tonight.
1: All right. I want to thank you for that. And once again, tell the people how they can uh, get in touch with you and listen to your great show that comes on on Saturday nights.
6: Yeah, catch me Saturday at 9 at the Poetry Palace, and that ID is 144814. I also got poetry on Facebook at Miss Tia's Queen Poetist that you all can read. Um, but Saturday we want to do the live show, and we want to do spoken word and good music and good news. So do come check that out.
1: And I will definitely be in the building for some of that. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Mr. Old Point,
2: would you like to give a final thought?
5: I mean, it was a good show, man. I mean, I heard a lot of things I agree with. um, And I just need people to be more aware and conscious of, you know, um, vets because I go down the airport in the city near the train, uh, the, the, the train station. And you see a lot of vets just standing out there. You know I mean? I've seen this one dude who had his vet number and everything on his card. You know what I mean? Like, cause they human, man. They people too. Just treat them, you know, like people, man. That's all. Because yeah. truth be told, in this country and the way this government going now, and Trump talking about cutting the chip program or making cuts to the chip program, that can be any of us any given day, man. You know what I mean? So I just need people to think about that.
2: All right?
1: And for me, this goes back to your show to an extent. Right? No more justifications, no more excuses. Right? Once you gain knowledge of self of who you are and what's going on, and then you talk to the Creator and you get on the right path and you're seeing the fruits of your labor to me it's only right
2: to you to help your brother we need to we need to invest
1: and think more outside the box and trying to help one another once we gain knowledge of self and know our limitations. Once we do that and we talk to the creator, he can expand everything for you, but you really need to be willing to help somebody else. DJ Chill,
2: would you like to give your a last comment, sir? Give him a second, y'all. All right, time's up. DJ Chill, you in the building?
4: Yeah, I'm right yeah. here.
2: Well, okay. No, I, now I, just give the
4: me. Yeah, I can't push you mute when the water's hands, I mean, dang. What? the water's wet. <laughs> Wait a minute, no, man. The water's always All wet, right. man. What are you talking <laughs>
1: about?
4: I forgot. Wait a minute. When your hair is wet, you can't push the butt. That's the problem. Anyway, <laughs> timing is everything, ain't it? You know, <laughs> this is what's going on. Great show. And I'm glad the fact that people actually going to take time to realize exactly what you're saying. Because one day that's going to be their parent.
2: Or them. And that's facts. Now, for the people out there don't
1: don't get disenchanted. See, we, DJ Chill is our roving reporter. DJ Chill is never, ever stationary. He's always out and about because he is a man of the people. If I ain't know no better, I swear he was a politician because he stays out campaigning for old point radio. And for that, I salute him. I salute the veterans. And I thank everybody that tuned in tonight. I'm going to end it the same way I started it. I want y'all to really take heed to what Edwin Starr is talking about. And
2: think about those that you see that may have went through a little bit of this. A little bit of war. Just think about it.
1: What is it good for?
0: Yeah. What is it? the storm the And I was When i to and you not